0: Hello, and welcome
1: back to the Scene to Scene podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Complex, associate editor, film writer, and podcaster at Deadline Hollywood. So I was away last week. I usually publish three times a month. If you don't know, now you know I'm reminding you so that I can find, you know, more guests to have throughout the year. So please excuse my absence on that. TIFF is coming up, the Toronto International Film Festival is coming up in the next week, and it's gonna have some big stars and some big names and some big films. And the uh, publishing on that is gonna be sporadic as well, because I'll be up there working, reviewing, and interviewing, and hopefully recording some good content for you guys. So if things are a little wonky, I apologize in advance, as it's gonna be a very busy week. But on today's episode, we have director Adama Abel, Her sister, and producer on the film, Adane Ebo, and actor-producer, Daniel Kaluuya, who also produced the film. Hung for Jesus, Save Your Soul is a satirical comedy starring Regina Hall as Trinity Childs, the proud first lady of a Southern Baptist megachurch who, together with her husband, Pastor Lee Curtis Childs, played by Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us, Once served a congregation in the tens of thousands, but after a scandal forces their church to temporarily close, Trinity and Lee Curtis must reopen their church and rebuild their congregation and make the biggest comeback that religion has ever seen. Now, the film started as a short and was being worked on while Adama was completing her MFA in directing at UCLA in 2015. After the success of the short, the Ebo sisters returned to developing the feature, with Adama taking it through the Sundance Screenwriters Intensive Program. And through that, she was introduced to the film's future producers, Rowan Riley, Daniel Kaluuya, and Amanda Pritchlow. I'm not going to give you any more than that. I would like for you to just really hear and listen to the, the Ebo sisters and Daniel Kaluuya talk about the process of making this film and how it was a rewarding experience for all of them. Also, they talk about their inspirations for the film, casting Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown, and creating and building a bigger world than the original short story. Now, if you like what you hear, be sure to get down there on the websites and like and subscribe and review the Scene to Scene podcast. We're on Apple and Spotify. And with that said, let's get into the conversation. Uh, this movie was, um, was uh, it, it hit a little bit too close to home because I grew <laughs> up in the church and like, you know, my grandmother was like the first lady and she used to sit up front and she had her chair and nobody could sit in the chair and all of this stuff. And so I'm just wondering, I want to hear a little bit more about your personal, you guys' personal inspirations for this story.
2: I mean, similar to you, we, we grew up in the church, um, grew up Southern Baptist and kind of like in yeah. the, what felt like the height of megachurch culture in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and so we we were just, you know, it was church every Sunday and then you get together with family after that and talk about church and mm-hmm. the sermon. And it, it was just, it was, even in like we were in Marching band in in high school, and a lot of the music we played was just like straight up gospel, like Mm -hmm. Mary Mary and Kirk Franklin and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's just, it was intrinsic to the culture and the community. And so Mm -hmm. we were just like very deep in it. Yeah.
1: And how can you explain a little bit of the trajectory going from the short in 2018 to where the film is now, with of course a different cast and with Daniel Kaluuya uh, attached to it and stuff like that? Can you let me know a little bit more about how that came together? Well, it
2: was a feature first. It was actually a feature first before the short. Uh, Okay. It was. It. it, Yeah. It was a weird process. But um, you wrote a draft of the feature in film school. Yeah. Back in 2015. Um, And then uh, we decided to make a short film of it, which was our thesis film in film school. But we decided to make a a short film in order to kind of like have a proof of concept to show Mm -hmm. people because it's kind of a weird tone and. Uh, The mix of styles and everything it was it's kind of hard to just pitch it verbally. So we wanted something that we could show people Um, and But we fully made the proof of concept in or or in order to have something to show um, To get the feature off the ground. Yeah, and the process was I, I think once I figured out that like the the entirety of the short I figured mm-hmm. out was the climax of right. the feature. Right. And so after I figured that out, I kind of just wrote around that, if that makes sense. It was about making the world bigger. It was about making the world bigger and figuring out what I needed to do to get them to the side of the road, what yeah. I needed to do to get them to that point. And that the ending had to be different as well right. because. Um, the ending of the short is the climax the, of the feature.
1: Right. Right. And so did you, when building sort of this world, did you, you, Pull from any personal sort of experiences that happened. Did you actually see something like that play out in the in the church that you went to as a child, or was that something that you pulled together from all the other stuff that's sort of happening in the media and things that you noticed at other places or things you may have heard?
2: Um, I mean, it wasn't not not our home church and not our pastor growing up. Um, we actually quite loved our pastor. We thought he was phenomenal, mm-hmm. but um, you know, in Atlanta, there are churches absolutely everywhere and definitely a bunch of like larger churches and that kind of, and you would, there's like a church like community. And so you would go to other churches sometimes for other things. And definitely this kind of stuff was going down at more than one. Mm -hmm. Um, And if not this particular thing, something similar, um, or, you know, if it's not like you know, sexual misconduct. It's like financial misconduct, you know what I mean? It, there was always something afoot, it felt like. Um, and so it's it's an amalgamation of, of things. Of our personal experiences and, like you said, wider um, experiences of the community at large. Yeah. yeah. And not just in Georgia,
1: <laughs> and not just in yeah, Georgia. Yeah, I'm going to say, everywhere, <laughs> trust me, everywhere. Um, and Daniel, I was wondering, how did you get involved in the project? And were you there to see the thing, uh, to see the project fully come together? Were you there every sort of step of the way?
0: Yeah, I was pretty, pretty there pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I um, saw the short, cause I, I've done screenwriter's lab. So I'm very always into, interested in what comes out there. And then when we were starting up 59%, it was the place that we kind of was looking for, who the cool theme- filmmakers, who the cool um, artists that are coming out of there and then this short really stood out I mean, for me it was its tone and the the tone married to the world was just distinct you hadn't seen that world with that mockumentary style right and um and i, I thought that was just fresh and then um and then so i loved that that like and it reminded me of a lot of like um kind of british um mm-hmm. uh tv shows and like uh films that have that similar tone you know like um like very office-like you know mm. there's a lot there's a lot in there um and uh and so yeah then we sat down with the Ibo twins Adama and Adane and it, I just knew from then I was like well sky's the limit I just knew like meeting them I just knew I was like oh I know where this train goes and I think I I, I know where trains go and uh, and uh, and I go oh no they 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 are in it together they have each other's back so mm. then like it will always develop they will always grow it will always be. They'll always be the best version of what they are attempting to be. That that very moment in time, and so it's like believing in them as filmmakers, and then believing in the kind of the style and the subject matter. And it was like it was, and also another thing that was that 59 percent. I think I, I, I developed this idea years ago, and it was I was really fascinated between the intersection between spiritualism and c- capitalism. Yeah, and I feel like this kind of like navigates that you know and really like what what, like what does that mean for a marriage when this happens you know i mean and like what is how do they get out of it and what kind of narrative jumps um jumped from those conflicts. So, yeah, it was a, I was there from kind of, like, the beginning. And then, remember, they mentioned Regina. And we was like, yeah, we can get Regina. I'm I'm very ambitious, though.
2: <laughs> we didn't think we could get her. We yeah. said, can we get a Regina Hall type? Because we didn't think we could yeah. get her.
1: And, <laughs> and you said type, yeah. not Regina Hall. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and then Rome, Rome was like, yeah, she knows Regina. Hmm. So then it was like, um, yeah, we, you know, it's like... Making sure that we was there to support their vision and support what they they wanted and their ideas and actualize their vision. So every part of the process, um, me and the team have been involved. Yeah,
2: I will also say that Daniel was uh gave like really amazing script notes. An entire yeah. scene of the movie got added based on Daniel's notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a scene that is really really additive. Yeah. It, if y'all if y'all don't know, Daniel is also a really gifted writer, and so his his. His notes and perspective, perspectives on story and character are just always on point.
0: Yeah, I've been through the trenches, guys. I've been through the trenches. <laughs> I've, been, I've been rewritten, so I understand the pain. You know what I mean, I, I know how to save others from being rewritten. So, okay.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. When we talk about the tone and sort of the mockumentary and sort of the satirical environment, what made you go that route instead of something more serious and dramatic? I mean, even though we have enough of those anyway, but,
2: <laughs> that um, was part of it. That was part yeah. of it. <laughs> and I think
1: also, like
2: uh, you know, that's our sensibility. It's, it's it's our sensibility. Like satire and dark and dark comedy tend to be what we navigate. Towards in general for content, uh, Daniel, like Daniel said, the short felt very very British. We like a lot of British humor and British shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, but um, I think also because it, it's a, it's we like to lull people into a sense of like complacency. I think like people think they know what they're getting or or comfortability, mm-hmm. and then. Um, we can, and doing that allows us to kind of like Trojan horse in some of these mm-hmm. topics that people a feel like they already know about, feel like have have been talked about too much, don't want to talk about at all. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's it's a for us a good mechanism to um, dig deeper uh, into the, the larger thematics. I'll also say that like something that's I, I, I don't think that we usually see this in like predominantly black spaces i think there's green leaf um mm-hmm. but other than that i don't think we see that these sort of topics in predominantly black spaces and um black churches are just different yeah and it, it it felt like it would be disingenuous to the culture to our culture to not infuse comedy in there because mm-hmm. black folks are funny they're funny in church they're mm-hmm. boisterous they're, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's it, there's it's inherently comedic in a lot of ways. And so it, it felt like sucking that out and just making it wholly dramatic would be very disingenuous to the culture because that's that's not what it is when you go to church. It's not. Yeah, not it's when
1: not. I go. <laughs> <laughs> and And working with Regina and Sterling, who have, like... Well, first of all, they have amazing chem- chemistry because they're great actors, but also they have really good comedic timing, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. especially Regina Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she knows all about that. So the th- this is to Daniel as well. Did the three of you like come together and say, these are the people we want outside of Regina. I want Sterling K. Brown and, you know, this person and this person for this role and this role.
2: Definitely, it was always a team conversation. Specifically for the leads, it was yeah. always a team. Actually, conversation. Actually, Sterling, Ster- like we were like we would want a Regina Hall type, and mm-hmm. then we got Regina. But for the Sterling conversation, it was definitely a team effort, and mm-hmm. I think it, it was it was fifty nine percent who floated yeah. Sterling. I it think. might have been a man. It might have been a man, La Critchlow who flo- floated the idea of Sterling. Yeah, and we weren't. We didn't know that Sterling was funny. That was our question. We were like, Is Could Sterling he even comedy? Is stuff? he even funny? Especially, um, <laughs> this com- especially this type of especially this type of comedy. It's not it's not your average. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Um, but then we ended up digging up an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine that he guest starred on, and he got nominated for an mm-hmm. Emmy for um, where he plays like a narcissistic murderous dentist, and it mm-hmm. is hilarious. He is and it, he it's like he's very dry. He's very, it's very it's very dry. It's actually a little bit British. It's it's a, a little bit British, yeah. yeah. And and he's like hilarious in it and I, I, that's what sold us that and like talking to him and understanding his relationship t- to the church and, and his faith and then once he and Regina got on a zoom together the we chemistry like, was instantaneous yeah we were like this is it from the yeah. from the minute the first minute
0: I think on our side it's just like it was just like drafting the list together mm-hmm. I mean it's like kind of making sure that like um, we're, we're coming with definitive ideas to um Adama and Adane, in terms of where the direction that we, we want to go, in terms of and, and thinking big, but also knowing that these are great roles, like across the like Nicole Barré has a great role in this. I mean, yeah. like actors want great roles. Right. You know what I mean, they want they want to be able a have a playpen to play in, and so it was with that you're always going to get a definitely a certain caliber because they they relish the opportunity, but also like a, a certain level of status in, as well. So because I just know that like if a great role comes people will take it, you know I mean? Because they, they come so far and far, few and far between and, and that's what um, these guys have, have made um, with this film.
1: And um, one, one question I wanted to ask is if you, if any of you have any specific stories from church, it could be good, bad, whatever that you remember that sort of had an influence on you in any way. Um, I know, you know, there's with everything there's good and bad. There's a lot of, you know, demagogues and scam artists in, in the church as well. You know, the I, I pass by church every Sunday and I see the Maseratis and it's like a car <laughs> show. Yeah. yeah. Like when car. I go yeah. when I pass by the church and, you know, the pastors in Fendi and his wife is in Prada and everybody else is is as lagging along. And it was one of the reasons why I decided that it was no longer for me, but for people who are still in the church, you know, good for them and stuff like that. But, <laughs> you know, and then I, you know, hearing in the news about, I don't know if you heard about that pastor in Kansas that told his oh, congregation, yeah. oh, they yeah. was busted and disgusted because mm-hmm. they wouldn't get him a watch or whatever. Um, you know, but I know that there's also positive aspects to the right. church as well. So I'm wondering if any of you have any stories um, whether it's good or bad or anything about the church, mm-hmm. that
2: I I do. I, it's I was actually pretty young, and um, it was around the time that we first started going to Green Forest Baptist Church, which was mm-hmm. our home church in in, in Decatur, Georgia. Um, and I had fallen asleep in service because they long, right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, because it didn't usually happen, my mama just let me sleep. I, I must have been pretty young because she she usually wakes us up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was on her lap and I woke up in the middle of her like catching the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And it was so (laughs) jarring, Mm -hmm. Um, it was jarring to be woken up like that to see my mom with like tears coming out her face, but like physically shaking. Um, But I also think that it's interesting thinking about it now, like what I was experiencing in the moment feels like the tone of the movie, which is like everything like both ends of the spectrum and everything in between, because I was mm-hmm. like definitely frightened. Um, I looked around me and saw other people catching the Holy Spirit, and I was like, This is comical. Y'all look ridiculous. Um, but then I would look around and see other folks where it looked like they were experiencing like the most joy they ever had in their lives. And, and I was, was like, There was a beauty to it. There was a beauty to it. And right. I was like, This is beautiful. And I was experiencing all of these things at once. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's also reflected in the tone of the film, where yeah. I'm like, it's all of these things at once. Um, for me, for sure, but I think for a lot of people. And so that that waking up on my mama's lap, in the middle of her catching the Holy Spirit, was definitely imprinted yeah. on my brain. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. for I think for me, like one of the big things we're trying to do with this film is uh, encourage people to ask questions, to ask mm-hmm. questions of um, institutions at large, but this particular institution, the institution of church, um, because. Something that stands out in my memory is when I was again, we were young, we were in Sunday school, and they were they were teaching us about like um, uh, abstinence, like you're not supposed to have mm-hmm. sex before marriage, and so I, I and our parents actually encouraged us to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, they did. They, they told us to question everything, and so I asked, and we were always curious kids, you know, and we would ask a lot of questions, and I asked, what counts as sex, and then I got put out of the classroom for it. <laughs> For just asking the question, and <laughs> Funny, and but oh my god, and that and that solidified for me that oh this is a space where like they just want you to take everything as fact and not have any questions, mm-hmm. and that always always bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's again that's what we're trying to do with this film is encourage people to ask questions and encourage these institutions to have transparency. It's only it's only going to better us socially.
0: Yeah, I, I went to a Catholic school. Uh, I got Oof. kicked out a lot of <laughs> RE. Because <laughs> I was asking questions. I was like, so wait, so hold on. You, you know when Jesus was born, yeah? It's like, hold on. So you know when the date that Jesus was born? But you t- you're telling me no one wrote down the date that, <laughs> that <was you?" laughs> like, no, no one like went, this is the date he died. And it's like, it's like, it's like and, then, and then we had the priest do it. The, uh, we had a priest that was doing RE and he left the profession. Because of our class. So <laughs> y'all, yeah, he was like, they y'all got too many he, questions. But so yeah, the thing is, he out. had red tints. He had red tints on his glasses, so he looked like the devil. So we didn't even trust him like that. Oh. So he had all these red tints on his Ooh. glasses. On that, so. but, um, <laughs> but no, it, for me, it was questioning. I, yeah. I, I was around... Um, I grew up in a church and I, I just questioned a lot. It just did a lot of things that make sense. Mm-hmm. And I always felt it was really odd how people were really un godlike to each other, yeah. like how they were gossiping. Yeah. I, I always found that bothered me the gossip and like talking behind people's back or not stepping in and helping someone or going, yeah, you you look like that's not cool. They would just chat crap around them, about them, and have them. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I thought that was a bit weird. It kind of bit made me a bit disillusioned Yeah, because of a, it, yeah, the congregation weren't active godly god-like so mm-hmm. yeah so so a lot of that stuff
1: uh daniel will there be any directing or writing mm-hmm. in your future that uh, we can expect as well
0: yeah yeah i wrote a film i wrote a film that's coming out next year called the kitchen i co-wrote that <laughs> so i got that coming out so that's like netflix film four that's coming out next year and then like maybe some a little something like, well, i'm cooking you know, Valerie, like, you know me, i like to cook you know? <laughs> 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 I got my all-purpose seasoning in there, you know what I mean? I may, may cook a little something for you, I mean.
1: <laughs> that is fantastic. I want to thank the three of y'all for being open and honest about your experiences and for creating something that is, is really different. It's a really different experience to watch something as relatable being portrayed in that way. And I really think that what you guys said was really powerful was that it's everything all at once because it really is and it's really you know and whatever it is is different to different people yeah mm-hmm, that's for sure so um adama and adane and daniel thank you again for chatting with me at uh, the scene to scene podcast at deadline and i'm looking forward to watching the film again thank you Appreciate so much it. thank
0: you so much Thanks thank you. So. <laughs>